Welcome to Trust in Evil. I'm Sam. And I'm Bryony. And it's my case. Do we don't know what number it is, do we? Not a clue. Absolutely. Just, just not bother to say it. No. This is just case number whatever. Yeah. Okay. Choose a number. That's what one it can be. <laughs> I didn't even look. I reckon I'm going to do a guess. I'm going to say it's number 29. Really? I think so. Mm. Have we, we did have a, We never discussed this on off air. We always discuss this on air. Yeah. But we are going to take a little break. Yeah. So we're going to do three cases. So we're going to do three more weeks. Yeah. And then we're going to have a little bit of time off, just the rest of October, maybe the beginning of November. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. We've got stuff going on. Yeah. Big announcements. Big announcement. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. But we can't tell you yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this is Sam's case and it's uh, 911. Yeah. Yeah, we thought we'd pop another one in because, well, basically, we asked and people like them, don't they? Yeah, people do like them. So, yeah, we said um, we try and pop one in every now and then just to spice things up a little bit. Keep the ball rolling. Yeah, something different, isn't it? Oh, spicy. Yeah. And we just done the big, big bread and roast. We did. That was a big case. And also, I didn't realise, which I did know, but I didn't think about it. So, I've got a relation that stayed in a house... That and these people were Fred and Rose's best friends. Mm. I'm gonna say it's like Paul and I don't. I'm gonna say Dave, but it's not. <laughs> anyway, they went to prison for child sex abuses. So I'm, I will do that case. Yeah, she's got inside knowledge. Yeah, she was like, and it is kind of related mm-hmm. to the Fred and Rose. And she was like the main witness. Oh right. Yeah, and she was like, well, I sat there and was like, well, I didn't see anything. Oh. <laughs> She said, like, they were always pleasant to the children. Is she going to come on? Or? No. No. Doubt it. <laughs> I'd like her to, but I doubt it. She does listen to our podcast, though. I feel like peer pressure. Come on, girlie. <laughs> yeah, I know. Come on. We won't, uh, we won't reveal your identity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, let's get right into it, I reckon. Okay. So, this is one... Well, do you know what? I'll just get straight into it, because I tell you a bit about it, and then I play the 911 call. Yes, so. Do. Sorry if I get the names wrong. We always have to apologise about this because I feel like we never get them right. But we're doing our best, okay? Right, so John Formisano, I'm going to go with, uh, from New Jersey. And this is 1995. He met his soon-to-be wife, Christy, and the pair got married in 2010. And as they settled into married life, Christy gave birth to a little boy, little girl. So as marriages... Well, often... she had twins or a little boy? No, then a little girl. in like little okay. boy, then a little girl came okay. later. So their marriage, it started to break down, unfortunately. And then in 2019... That's what kids do to you. (laughs) Make you a break, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, in 2019, it resulted in John filing for divorce. God's sake, John. Uh, Well, just couldn't do it anymore. So at this time, John's mother was also really, really poorly. So, you know, he had a lot on his plate. Poor John. So uh, one night when he was going to Christie's house to drop off a pair of glasses for one of the kids, um, he got there and he had like just this inkling, sneaking suspicion, whatever you want to call it, that Christy wasn't alone. So wink, wink, well, nudge, nudge. Funny, you divorced her, John. So this is it. Be, like, let fair. the girl do this what she's really going to do. This is what really annoys me is that like you get divorced or like you separate but then you're not allowed to be with anybody else no it's so. like that person still wants to state a claim on you yeah. which you shouldn't do when you're married but it's a bit more understandable yeah but if you're divorced and as i said it was john that filed for divorce yeah um i don't know the ins and outs of you know 
whether Christy was happy with that or against it, I'm not sure. Well, I mean, I feel like she was happy with it because she's moving Well, on. she was getting on. So I'm, I'm going to say at this point, she wasn't devastated. No. So, yeah. So John's got this sort of feeling that, you know, someone else is here. You know, she's having a bit of slap and tickle. And uh, <laughs> who's your father? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it, rumpy pumpy. <laughs> That's what my mum used to say, rumpy oh, pumpy. No. Oh, she used to say, I'm going to rumpy pumpy well, with your dad. She never said, I'm going to rumpy pumpy with your dad, but if she was talking about it, she'd be like, you know, rumpy pumpy. Oh, I love your mum. <laughs> Sam's mum died, so we love Sam. Yeah, she was a legend. She's yeah. great. A bit of rumpy pumpy. <laughs> It's like, you know, when you sort of say the naughty word and you whisper it, she's like, you know, and they were doing rumpy pumpy. <laughs> How many people were she watching doing rumpy pumpy? I don't know. I mean, she had a big window, so. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally off course. Bless my mum. So he wanted to go up to. So basically your mum was peeping Tom. Yeah. But, you know, can't, can't do she kept right me now. entertained, so I like the stories. <laughs> um, so John wanted to have a look around, go upstairs, check Fuck everything off, out. John. Yep. Fuck I hell. have no idea if Christy was like, whatever, but she knew somebody was in the house, so I'm going to say she wasn't particularly happy about this. Fuck's sake. I don't know about this story at all, but John's this was, pissing me off. Yeah, this was new on me, to be fair. I just came across it looking for something. Mm. So I'd never heard of this one before. Um, so he made his way up to the bedroom and like he was more than Stefan. Yeah. yeah, like, oh look at me. <laughs> muscles everywhere, my hair blowing my in the wind. Ding dong. <laughs> Do you want to see my ding dong? <laughs> You're a twat. <laughs> so he found Christy in bed with another bloke. So Hold on, so he didn't find well, the bloke was in bed and she was downstairs yeah, at this point. I, I believe she answered the door. Right. Or did I'm just trying to think now. I'll find out in a minute. Okay. Um, however, he, he thought someone was there. He went upstairs. Um, now I'm saying that. I've got a feeling he might have just... Walked in? Yeah. However, Christy did know that he was coming to drop these glasses off. And she had forewarned Mr. Bunny in bed that John would be coming. Yeah, but she is single. Well, I... Yeah, nearly. She is, yeah, she's getting divorced. Yeah. Or she's divorced at this point. Um, she's divorced at this point. Yeah. She left signed documents. I think so, yeah. She got the house then. I assume so, yeah. <laughs> you knew where the bedroom was, so I assume it was the house <laughs> they lived in when they were married. Um, so yes, yeah, so Christy didn't let John in. She heard him approach um the bedroom, so she must have been in it for him obviously to come in. to hear him. Yeah. And so she got up quickly, um, and when she opened the door, she finds John stood there with his gun out. Oh. Now, is this like intent? Because did he just randomly have a gun on him? Or well, some I mean, people, people do, in carry America guns. do carry, don't they? So I guess it's not impossible. But I feel like he knew, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. Which makes this premeditated murder. Yeah. But then they'll say, oh, it'd be second degree murder because all that he didn't. He, he didn't go, he didn't, I don't know, he didn't expect to find someone there. Mm. And then when he did, he just flipped. Yeah. So it wasn't premeditated. Yeah. But technically it was. It was. We yeah. all know it was. I feel like it was. Fucking hell, John. So Christy screams to Mr. Blokey in bed, call the police, you know, holy crap. Yeah. But, you know, by that time, neither of them really stood a chance. Like, he was there with a the gun. Yeah. So John, like, completely filled with anger, shot his gun at Christy. And then he and made the kids his... were in the house as well. I don't think they were at this time, no. 
sorry, it was a few weeks ago i done this case, so I can't okay. remember all the little details because we were supposed to record it last time, weren't we? But whatever, right. I had my Oh, no, issues. it's your problem. It yeah, was my problem like, that time. <laughs> yeah, I won't blame you anyway, that's fine. Um, so, yeah, so John, anger, you know, raging, shot Christy and then made his way into the bedroom to shoot Christy's boyfriend. I'm calling him boyfriend and Mr. Rumpy Pumpy and everything because we don't know his name. Right. Um... So at this point, Christy wasn't dead. Uh, so she tried to make her way out of the house uh, to one of the neighbours, you know, get some help, do anything she can to survive, I guess, at yeah, that point. Yeah. You're in survival mode, aren't mm -hmm. you? So she made it all the way out the house and that's where John caught up with her and that he shot her dead in the road. Boom. Aww. So he didn't really care because he's outside at this point. He doesn't care. I feel like the thing is, you, people, you're going to get caught, aren't you? Yeah. So And he wanted her dead. That was his main purpose. Yeah. So not hiding and not doing what he came there to do is pointless because mm. he's already going to go down if you shot Mr. Yeah. Rumpy Pumpy upstairs anyway. And you know, it sort of says what type of bloke John is because he's got kids and that. Like, all right, you don't have to love the idea of your ex getting it on with someone else. You know, for some people that sucks. But that's their mum. Yeah, he's got kids. Like, yeah. even if he doesn't want her alive, why would you purposely do something that you, you harm know? your kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And also, you know you're going to be in jail for this. Yeah. And Where are these look... kids going to go? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, John's a twat. Yeah, John's not my favourite at this point. So, uh, many of Christie's neighbours heard the gunshots cool. and all the commotion, and some even saw John shooting Christie in the road, and all the ones that saw and heard, they all dialed 911. So, I think this is where I'm going to play the first clip. Okie dokie. Now, I'm afraid there's someone's out of your emergency. Hey, hi, I'm Libby. And right in the white rock section, and a man just got his wife in front of my house. He just what? You gotta hurry up because he is dying in front of my house, please. Okay, ma'am, that's five. What town are you in, ma'am? Right off of White Rock Boulevard, please. Okay, what? The Newark cop, he's a, he's, he's a Newark cop, he lives on the corner. Okay. I saw him. I saw him through my window. Okay, ma'am, ma'am, hold on. Take a deep breath for me, okay? Yeah, I'm going to... Okay, give me one second, all right? He's dying in front of my house. I'm, I'm, I have to contact Jefferson, ma'am, okay? Yes, yes, hurry up, Give me please. one second, okay? Bye, bye, bye. What's going on today? What's, who, who is this? It's Jefferson Patrick Police Department. There's somebody shot on my front steps, but... basically a lot of that was hard to hear and also there's a few accents that I struggled to understand so that was just sort of a demonstration of the neighbours that rang there was three four of them maybe in there so as I said before this wasn't something he was trying to hide something he was being quiet about like he was out in the open doing this shit and I did see it in my notes and I don't know if it said in those phone calls but he was law enforcement 
Right, so, so that that's is, why you would be carrying a gun yeah, then. Yeah. But then also... Well, you can carry a gun, yeah. but yeah. Would you have it going to drop some glasses off to your, to your kid? Oh, I don't know, because you're always on duty, I feel yeah. If you're a cop, you're and always it is on different. duty. In England, I think we've got such a different attitude because it's not a normal thing for us, no. is it? If someone's got a gun, you're like, holy shit. When I went to America and I we pulled, we got off the plane and there were these people with guns and I just, they had like, it looked like machine guns. Like I didn't even know what they were because I didn't really know guns, but they were massive and they were all just stood there. I shit myself. Really? I could have cried. It was so scary because you've never, never seen that before. Like just people stood there with guns. I was just like, whoa. Mm-hmm. You know, and your mum's going to be on your best behaviour. I'm like, oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But basically, John just literally, it was on one of the neighbours sort of front front areas. I don't know if it was porch or lawn or what, but he, she, he just shot her there. And if I was one of those neighbours, I mean, like, as we said, guns are more common in America, but I'd be crapping myself at this point. I would be, yeah. Like, there's just some man shooting I'd be locking up. my doors, for sure. Yeah. So, John done a runner. Oh, did he? Yeah, of course he did, because although he'd done this blatantly out in the open, then he was like, well, do you know what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to get caught for this thing that I've obviously done. Yeah. I'm going to go off and do a runner. Okay. So, two hours later, he was found... Uh, just a couple of streets away. Right. Which again makes me question. I mean, he was law enforcement, so he did have some knowledge of yeah. what they'd be doing next. Yeah. And yeah. So, did... well, maybe that's why he stayed close because he thought that if he did a runner, they'd think he'd have gone far. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. wouldn't be looking for him, sort of. They might be looking for him around the actual area, but then further out, they yeah. would have gone then to his home address or yeah. to his mum's address or looking in mean? the obvious areas, maybe lie yeah. low close by for a bit and yeah. hope that. The opportunity arises later. Yeah, to... I mean, that's what I would do if I met someone. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> Good to know. So when he clocked the fact that the police were, were near him and, like, gaining in on him, he got rid of his phone. Because they can see where you are. Yeah, so, I guess yeah. so. Fair enough. Well um, done, John. Yeah, well done, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the gun that he used um, to gun down Christy and her lover was found in his car, though. Oh, it didn't do well there, did you, John? No, so... Fuck's sake, John. I mean, is it a case of his state of mind? Is yeah. that, like, Errat- yeah. pretty erratic? Yeah. Because, yeah. like I said, he has got inside knowledge of what the cops are going to do next, you know, so... He might not have gone there to kill them. He might have gone there to confront them, right? And then he's seen him in bed and he's just got so fucking angry. Rage. He shot them. He's realised what he's done. But yeah, his mind must be going crazy. Like you can't ever get into the mind of somebody. And you, no, we you try, don't we? Yeah, and we just you, never get it. No, but you, you imagine like you'd just be going absolutely crazy. Like you wouldn't be able to think straight. And maybe throwing his phone, but not getting rid of the gun is mm. that is his state of mind. Like he's not thinking straight. Yeah. And also, I don't know if this gun was a service pistol. Was it? Um, registered to him. That's it. And you then, know. Yeah. I mean, I, I assume. And they it can would tell be. by the bullets as well. Yeah. So I would think that. A, a normal law-abiding policeman or cop wouldn't be having untraceable guns and stuff. So, oh, they do, though, don't they? Well, I'm sure they do, but generally Not speaking... Not all of them. Some yeah, of them generally really speaking, good. I'd like to think they don't. Yeah. Because, you know, uphold the law and stuff, you're yeah. a policeman. Yeah. So, well, there you go. So, at the end of it, he was charged with endangering a child and murder. So endangering a child, that means the children were there. Must have been there. Yeah, I'm sorry. I wish I looked into this case, uh, you know, before we done tonight, because I had it all in my head a couple of weeks ago, and now it's not How sad is that, though, that he's um, done Done that that with his children? With his own children there. I don't... That that makes me want to believe that he didn't go there to kill them. To do it. 
he went there maybe maybe like they answered the door and that enraged him more that they were on their mm. own maybe downstairs do you know what i mean yeah and like she's upstairs with her new lover i also wonder if christy like she must have a good idea of who john is because you don't spend time married to someone and not get a sense of who they are yeah. generally anyway i'm yeah. sure there are cases out there but she warned this guy that he'd be coming and then i think oh what if you'd just not had him there? I mean, you shouldn't have had to do that, but if you knew what he's like, yeah. I don't know, there's just lots of thoughts in my head that yeah. could have been different. Oh, yeah, I agree. Like I said, it shouldn't have to be. She should be but able to do But then I imagine she, like, she probably never thought it would come to murder. No. No one ever does, no. really. Like, I don't think anyone... Like, there are people that obviously go out yeah. and, and watch But it's very people. rare you think that anybody you know, yeah. no matter how angry mm-hmm. they were. Yeah, I put that in my case as well. You just don't think it's going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So John's defense, and this annoys me. I mean, I'm sure in some cases it is true, but they all say this, don't they? Right. So John's defense was that he had absolutely no recollection of what what had happened and that he must have blacked out. You know, that old chestnut. How many times have we heard this in cases? I know. It's like a running theme, isn't it? Yeah. And because of this, he pleaded not guilty. I'm surprised he didn't try to go the insanity route. Yeah. Really surprised. Yeah. Crime of passion. Mm. But no, no, he wanted to go with, he didn't remember anything. Right. So John was transferred to a psychiatric unit, but there um, he was found competent to stand trial. Right. So he must have been trying then. Mm-hmm. I think if you're, if you, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like if you're, I guess maybe if you found competent, maybe an insanity plea was sort of where he was edging yeah. to eventually. Yeah. It's all sort of part of the same thing, isn't it? Of course it, it is, yeah. Um, so he was offered a plea agreement in which he would serve only 40 years for Christie's murder. I say only, it's still a long time. Mm. Is it long enough for a life? Probably no. not. Um, luckily the children were unharmed and after this ordeal they were sent to live with an uncle, which is lovely, but it's not the same, is it? No. Not at all. No. And you, can, you I don't even know how you would start to process something like that as a child. I really don't. So... Christie's lover was, um, he suffered injuries to his abdomen, thigh, arms, and he was treated and, but he did survive, oh, luckily. That's and that's why his name is nowhere, because I think it's because he did survive. It's more... You probably could find it if you really wanted to, but do you really want to? Because I think sometimes, we've done this long enough now where before, maybe when we were a bit like newer, mm. you'd want to get all the names out there. But now I feel like we've done it long enough to think that maybe they don't want their names yeah. out there i think if they did if, if they've talking. done something wrong if they are the um murderer or abuser or whatever then i don't care yeah if i've got your name i'm gonna put it out yeah there. but but if you're the innocent party mm-hmm. yeah then if you don't want your name out there that's no. your prerogative yeah, as far exactly. as i'm concerned and it's hard must be hard because You'd always be linked to that then. Google everywhere. Do you know what I mean? Like, you'd always be linked to that. So if you can try and keep your name out of it as much as you can. Mm. Some of them don't. Some of them go on to be doing lo- loads of interviews. Yeah. And then you think, well, maybe I would put their name in it. Because yeah. they've gone on to do loads of stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. But you just, yeah. You've, I think you've got to call it as you see it. And if mm-hmm. you think somebody wants to remain anonymous, then you honour that, don't yeah. you? So this case is still ongoing. So we don't actually know what the outcome is. I did try to find it in case it happened in between, but mm-hmm. I couldn't find anything. So if anyone does know anything, <laughs> drop You'll us a line. you have to remember to look back on this case then. Yeah, because I really would like to know 
sort of did he get here did you know did, did a jury believe that he couldn't remember things yeah. i would be really surprised but you never know what their lawyers are going to come out with you never really. know what what people you're going to have on that jury no because they've all got to come to the same decision mm-hmm. and if some of them don't then you know yeah and 40 years has he got any other charges you don't know. You might have some other charges which will bulk it up. So you might yeah. be looking. You might be looking. So it's got to be charges years. for this guy, her lover. Exactly that. Yeah, exactly. So you might only be doing forty years. For it. But then his plea agreement might have been that we won't that, charge you for that much. For that. that well, if I was the lover, I would not be happy with that. I'd be no. Like, yeah. So you don't you know. know. Yeah. Exactly. So if he is, would it be a completely different case? Mm. You know, would it be two standalone? Yeah, I wonder. I don't together? think it would, but it could. Well, it could be. Mm. I suppose. I don't see how it would. No, you never know. You never know. I don't understand law enough to be like, no, it's definitely this way. I know. There's a new. I, well, I'm doing podcasts, aren't I? So I'm. I'm going to recommend a podcast. Is this episode that I love? Okay. I'm so in love with them. Okay. All right. All right. I have started to because I stopped listening to podcasts altogether for a bit. Just I do that. I go into books. Yeah. I go back to podcasts and I go into books. I go back. To I podcasts. left true crime for a little bit. Doing this other, other than, yeah, researching the cases and that. Yeah. I left it. I know I'm still on all my Facebook pages and that, but actually going out and searching podcasts and stuff, I left it. But I'm back on the Mr. Ballin train at the moment. Love him. <laughs> Who is him. it? Mr. Ballin. He, like, he started on, I've spoke about him before, he started on a YouTube channel, but now he does a podcast as well. Is he, is he a lawyer? No, he's, ex, he's ex-military. Uh, okay, because um, I was listening to one on Sword and Scale today um, and he's a lawyer and he like started off on like TikTok and that, and then now he's like blew up, and he's like he 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 get like, like gets the trials that are going on like mm. now, you know, on like what's it called? What's who does the trials? Crime, crime. I want to say crime weekly, but it's not. Is it? It's crime. Um, it's crime law it's and crime. crime. Yeah, law and something crime. like that. Well, anyway, he will then like take you through them. Yeah. As a lawyer, I found ones. It was when I was covering Johnny Depp. It's probably him. Um, yeah, there's about three or four of them that I've subscribe to now it was purely to get johnny depp info but i do watch some of their stuff now because it's really interesting yeah, yeah especially hearing it from a lawyer's point of view yeah yeah there's one oh who did they have on the one that i watched mr melcher he's quite good he's got his own youtube channel right. and he's very up on i think is he divorce law or family law i can't remember but he's very good anyway yeah. but there's like i mean they know their stuff so you sort of trust what they're saying rather yeah. than just some rando just me and you yeah like us <laughs> <laughs> just repeating shit they've heard um so yeah i do like to listen to the people that know their stuff so this is the second case now we're on and this is one that i posted on our group not very long ago so on the 15th of march this year two couples who did not know each other just happened to be out on right, Lake Kiowi. I'm gonna say. Let me see it. Ko Kiowi K E O W. Would it be Ki what Ki Yeah, I don't know. We'll call it Lake Kiowi. I'm sorry if we butchered that. So by the end of this day, one of the people from the couples would end up dead. So Vietnam veteran, 74-year-old John Dodson and the 911 caller who was his wife Deborah were just out for a lazy chill day on the river or the lake should I say I'm not going to say what the name is of the lake but on the lake um on their boat and when they came across Drew Morgan and the girl that he was with she's called Hannah Ayers um it's about 12 30 um and they were in the water and they'd fallen off their jet ski and they were sort of well struggling basically uh-huh. um 
they'd flip the jet ski over. So John and Deborah saw that this was happening and saw that they were struggling and they made their way over to the couple to try and help them. Right. Now, Hannah has since said that she was flipped off so hard that she could barely breathe at the time. So she was really struggling. Uh-huh. Now, Drew was extremely drunk and at this point, and for no reason that they know of, he decided to fight John when he got on the boat and try oh. and take control of John's boat. Oh. So now Drew was quite a big well-built guy i've seen the photos of him if i will try to put some up on our facebook page uh-huh. you know he was especially if you look at them next to each other drew was a lot younger and he's 74 man yeah drew like, was that lot, is old yeah not like when it's compared to a young fit guy yeah you know drew was very intimidating mm-hmm. basically yeah that's awful like who would want to fight a 74 year old no you don't fight a 74 year old no and sometimes down. drunk people can barely knock over a feather. And sometimes... Yeah, they've they got are, all the strength yeah, in the world. Yeah, exactly. You just don't know, do you? Very unpredictable. Yeah. Now, John tried his best to calm Drew down. You know, tried not to be fighty and... Uh, fighty. You know, fighty. <laughs> don't, I can't think of the words, but tried not to be... Intimidating. Yeah, intimidating. Aggressive. And sort of abrasive back to him. And he tried to explain that he couldn't... Drew couldn't drive the boat because he was so intoxicated. Try reason with him, you know. Come on, mate. I'm trying to help you. Yeah. So Drew didn't like this at all and got even more aggressive. Right. Now, after a while um, of back and forth and Deborah calling and remaining on the phone to 911 at this point, Drew got so aggressive that John feared for everyone's safety Uh and shot Drew. And, you know, like I said, this wasn't, I don't think it was an easy thing that he did. He really did try not to lead at that point, but he literally feared for everyone on the That's boat. That's not where I thought it was going to go. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not when I first see my face, it. I was like... <laughs> yeah, Drew shot him. So Drew would not end up surviving. Now, I am going to play a couple of um, clips. One is going to be the 911 call. But another, which I think I'll just go straight into, is going to be what Hannah had to say in an interview after. Okay. Which I thought was quite interesting. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Calling County 911. What's the location? Emergency. We need the police right now. We're at Fall Creek Landing with a drunk in our boat trying to hurt us. We've already... Listen to me. Which which Fall Creek Landing are you at? On the south side. On the south side. Where the rock used to be or where the other one is? No, on the other side, on the new side, where you go over to the island on the site. Okay, so Fall Creek 2. What did you say about a gun? Yes, my husband's already had to fire at him and hit him in the head. He's attacking us. He's already broke stuff in the boat. We dragged him in out of the water after he wrecked his jet ski. And now he's fighting my husband. Hurry! Okay, I got him on the way. You said you're at Fall Creek number one. They are on the way. I need you to answer some questions. What kind of gun does your husband have? Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. Stop! You're stupid. Oh my God. Ma'am, 
I've got everybody on the way. Did your husband shoot the guy? Oh, Hurry, we need a better too. I've got him on the way. Did your husband shoot the male subject or just shot at him? Hello. Yeah, you get me? Yeah. Yeah. Ma'am, can you hear me? Give my key. Ma'am, can you hear me? Right there. Give my key right there. Give me this. Right now. He's trying to get the key fixed. He tore the thing up. He's trying to get it fixed. I mean, I Ma'am, where are where are y'all at right now? We're around to the dike area on the back side of Fall Creek. The, we can't get our boat to work. He broke the kill switch. Okay, are you near the? Are you at the landing? Or are you out in the water? No, we're out in the water next to the houses. This past. Okay, listen to me. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to get people out there. I don't have any boats on the water. Well, we got to have your, somebody. Okay, I, they're, they're on the way. Is there? Can you go to the landing and I'll get everybody to meet y'all no, at the landing? He broke the on the boat. He broke our boat. So the boat is broken? Yes, he's yanked the kill switch. Has he been shot? No, but he's been hit in the head and he's bleeding. I'm bleeding. Okay, is that the guy? Is that your husband or is that the other guy? That's the other guy. We got oh, and he's got a young girl with him that's scared to death. So y'all are just free-floating in the lake because your motor won't start? Yes, we pulled them out of the lake. He broke the kill switch. Our boat won't start. His jet ski is going round and round in the lake. God bless. We don't want to push him back in. I don't want him to shoot him. He needs an ambulance. Yes, ma'am. I've got everybody on the way out there, okay? Please hurry. What color is your boat? It's a hurricane, tan hurricane. Uh, what uh, color is it? Tan. Oh, shoot. He's starting to fight my husband again. No, give him a dick. Tan, you broke the damn kill switch. Hey, ma'am, I'm going to get... God bless you. He said it was like you're a hurricane boat. He's what color is it? Hand. I understand that, but what color is your boat? It's tan colored, cream and tan. My name is Hannah Airy. Anna, what's the what's what's the guy's name? His name is Drew Moore. I hardly know. Is he drunk? I was with and he wrecked me twice. And these people. Has he? Listen to me. Is he is he intoxicated? What? Is he intoxicated or been doing drugs or anything? He's really drunk right now. Lord, stop him. Stop him, Lord. We need you. Oh, God. Ma'am, I got everybody coming to you, okay? He just had to shoot him. Please hurry. What's going on? Oh, my God. He's shot now. Hurry. You said he's shot now? Yes. My husband had to shoot him. He's trying to choke him and knock him out of the boat. Where'd, you, where'd they get shot at? In the gut, in the stomach, and chest. And my husband's got his back hurt. Please hurry. I got everybody coming, okay? They've been on the way. I know we're trying to get boats to you. Honey, calm down. Calm down. 
Obviously, like we're we're making noise, like we're asking for help and stuff, and so they come up and they throw me this thing. I really don't even grab the thing because it kind of just like floats away from me, and they they pull me up on the boat. So they pull me up on the boat, and then they go over, and then they get Drew. And it was like the moment Drew's foot stepped on that boat, he was being disrespectful. He was cussing at the man, telling him that he needed, and he had to take him back to his jet ski. You know, when the couple didn't have to help us at all, you know, they they really didn't restrain us. The world is cruel now. Like, I really am thankful that they did pull us out of the water. But as soon as he stepped foot on that boat, he's being disrespectful. He was calling him. A he was doing all that. He was calling him. He'll he'll knock him between his eyes. All, all this other like out of pocket stuff for no reason. And so the old man was just like, you know, if he. Just, just like calm down and we'll take you to Jessica. Just calm down. And then, because you can't, can't function a, a watercraft being out of sorts the way you were. Like, it's, it's dangerous. So, Drew started getting aggressive with the old man because the old man, you know, he's not, you know, jumping up out of his seat to take Drew back to his jet ski. He wanted to know what happened. And then, whatever. So, Drew, Drew's not having it, so finally like, no. okay, whatever. Drew tries, all I know is Drew breaks the ignition in the boat, can't go nowhere. He's done struggled with this old man so hard, he done tried to grab the key and broke well, the so ignition. So he physically went towards the old man? Yeah, physically, verbally, all of that. I stood up and I kept yelling at Drew, I was like, Drew, please stop. Like, Drew, please stop. And he was not budging, he was not letting them go. He was talking shit in their ear. All that disrespectful stuff he should not have been saying at all. It was real bad. It was real bad. I hit him a few times to try to just, and I didn't hit him hard. It was kind of, I'm, I don't, I'm little. People might freak out that I hit him, but then again, I turned around and I looked at that couple like that was my grandparents. What what am I gonna what what was I gonna do if I sat there and watched? Was I gonna sit there and watch two old people get choked out? No, that's something I did that I felt like was helping them in that situation to get Drew off of them and to get him off of them. Okay, because all Drew was causing is arguments and fighting and people getting hit and people getting choked out. It was just, it was too much. The woman's on the phone with the cops, like, please, like, please, somebody, please, somebody, please, somebody, please come help me because I, 
please, we don't want to hurt him. 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 That's all she kept saying. And we're on the phone with the police. She gets up. She goes to try and help her husband again. And that's when I grab a hold of the phone. She handed me the phone, and I'm talking to the police. And pretty much, I'm begging the police to just please find where we're at. That's when I remember... So when I, that's when I remember hearing the shot. I turned around and then I seen Drew's head drop like this. And then I heard his last two breaths. And that's when I told the cops on the phone that he was dead. Somebody came out, the, this dude that had, you know, let the police come in their driveway and stuff to give them pinpoint location. That's when they pulled up at that address. Um, this dude's out there, he's on the phone with the cops, you know, we're screaming, he's dead, he's dead, he's dead, please help, please help, please help, or... This old man is 73 years old. After 30 minutes of sitting here and trying to defend him and his wife's life, he is tired. Okay? Drew is a buff man. He's fit. Everybody knows that. You tell me who had an advantage, even though the man did have a gun... That man was not deadly towards Drew without the gun. Right, so what Drew's wife had to say, who was not Hannah, but at this point in time, I don't think they were together, separated or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, she said that Drew would smoke a hell of a lot of weed. Right. Um, and had done so for such a long time, like as it would affect anyone that does it randomly or recreationally or whatever, it yeah. didn't have those effects on him whatsoever. Right. So later there was evidence of drugs found in Drew's car, um, obviously that he was driving that day. Now this incident was declared as self-defense by the um, Okani County officials um, and John was cleared of any crime and charges. Which I feel, Yeah, I feel like you couldn't charge him for anything. Yeah, you can hear in the phone call, I think. that The only thing I'd say is you can hear it, you can hear Drew, but you can't. You don't hear much aggression in the mm. phone call. Do you know what I mean? But then you've got two witnesses saying, oh, he's fighting him. Yeah. And like I said, he's a big bloke. I imagine, I mean, body language speaks volumes, doesn't yeah. it? As much as words, yeah. you know, I think body language is just as important in words, in especially in sort of fighty sort of situations. Fighty. Fight, fight. I'm going with fighty today, all right? Fighty. Leave me alone. Fighty. fighty is a word. Fighty is my word. Sam and Brian. Yeah. Fighty means when you're being violent. We should have our own dictionary. Oh, yeah. We should. So should. But then we'd have to write it, so we're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> you can't <take> spell it. <laughs> we'll spell fighty. F-I-T-E-I-E-Y. <laughs> fighty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it would be how you spell it. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. So, um, people that knew Drew have come out to defend John's actions, saying that, you know, he had no choice um, because of the way Drew acted that day. Yeah. Now, this one to me is just really sad. It's, it's really one of those sad. things that didn't need to happen. Yeah. And I mean, John and they has rescued killed. Them. Yeah, they tried to help and he yeah. ended up killing this guy. Yeah. Which, and he's got to live with that now. Yeah. Like, he, they seem like just a normal, lovely couple. And that imagine, was trying to do good. Yeah. And, and also, even, like, just with the COVID stuff this going This is why on. you don't fucking help people. Yeah. You just walk away, <laughs> walk right? Away. And let someone else help them. You know, some people would have gone, like, COVID, I'm not even going to bother. But these yeah, people I saw yeah. them in trouble and were like, they, you know, they could be in real trouble. I'm going to help. So, it's just such a shame. It just didn't need to happen. Whether... Drew was just that kind of person, whether it was all drugs, whether it was all drink, whether it was a sort of uh, amalgamation of it all. 
who knows but it just didn't need to happen and these poor people were just trying to be good samaritans i guess at the end of the day hannah ended up okay maybe she wouldn't have yeah so there's something yeah. to take from yeah, it that's true she could have died how well did she know him? from what i can gather not it, very well no and i don't know how old she was but in that interview she looked young yeah she yeah. looks very young yeah so, you know, I'm also sure that this has affected Drew's family as, you know, they have lost a son, it would, yeah. whether it was his own fault or not. Yeah. You know, these things affect everyone. People that commit crimes, yeah. it's not just them, it is their family it affects. Yeah. And that yeah. is the sad thing, I think. It really is, especially if you've got children or, yeah. or even not, if you've just got brothers and sisters and stuff. It can tear a family apart. Yeah, it like really can. talked about it so much, mm -hmm. how families are just, they're never the same again. Because yeah. either constantly looking for the victim or yeah. constantly grieving for the victim yeah or even like um family of of the abusers yeah they're tarred with that brush of mm -hmm. uh, you know yeah. and so many times just because uh siblings for instance one of them is a pedophile whatever does not mean in the slightest that their sibling mm -hmm. is that way inclined at yeah. all but yeah. you you'll always be the brother or sister of the pedo yeah yeah of course yeah exactly yeah yeah and also, you've got to live with somebody you loved done that. Mm -hmm. So it's just it just sucks all around, and it was so needless. That one was. It was sad. Both of them were sad, actually. Yeah, I think that was all the 911 cases, you know. You don't call 911 unless something big's going down, do you? And no, that's true. Yeah, no, it was sad. That was a good case. Yeah, so. so cases are. Cases are. Cases are. Add that one to the dictionary. Yeah, fighting. Cases fighting. I can't even remember what the words are now. <laughs> we'll just make them up as we go along. So yeah, that was my little nine one one thing for this week. Yeah, well done. Good, okay. good case. Cool, thank you. Right so now, much. I'm gonna recommend my podcast. Okay, I can't do that. Okay, so last week I recommended stuff for little children, which mm -hmm. is, if anyone's listened to it, it's very, it's very sad. You have to have a high tolerance or high level of sort of being able to compartmentalize. Things. Yeah, it's very, very sad. And this week is they are called the um, the prosecutor's true crime podcast. They're new. I've only just found them. So it's not one I've heard of. Really, really good. Well, they're not new. They have they're like they've done a lot of cases, but I've only just come across right. them. I I found them on another podcast. I was like, oh, I'll give them a listen, mm -hmm. and I love them. Right, they're they're both lawyers, so they both and they both are so intelligent. Right, like, you're like that, huh? <laughs> but is it in a way that you can understand? Yeah, it really is. Yeah, that yeah. They'll some break legal it down. things, I get so lost in them. Like they don't mm. do a lot of legal stuff, but they will like. If they if it's needed, they will say like are they 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 say like you know we know that it will take this long to get ready for a case or the, right. like do you know what I mean? So yeah, they can they they Break can explain it, it. for us dummies. <laughs> yeah, um, they've done a really good in depth one on John Bonet Ramsey, which oh, right. I would never do because it's been done so many times. I have something recently. Is uh, I watched something recently about that. Can't remember what it was. Oh, I don't know, but oh, it was a behavior panel. I watched their um take on it yeah yeah well these they, they've done it they've done that one um they've done quite a few uh like they've done quite a few that have already been done loads of times but it's they've got a really fresh perspective on it it's and they completely different perspective and they it? do like six or seven episodes on it so they right. really get dive deep into it so yeah, yeah they're really really good they're oh, definitely say give them a listen so yeah oh, that's cool. my yeah. are they english or american american right. that's my podcast of the week and that is the post Prosecutor's podcast, true crime podcast. 
I will definitely, definitely check that one out. You yeah. will have to remind me what it's called, though. Yeah, I'll send, I'll send it over to you. Okay, it's maybe good. we could post it on our page. I did say that last week and I forgot, so I will try and do that this week. I'll try <laughs> and... Post the one that you meant to last week. Yeah, well. I will try and remember to do that. I just forget. My brain's like, once I've left here, it's like, pff, thing gone. It's never happened. Yeah, not two more weeks and I don't have to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for listening. Thank you for listening, guys. Bye.